G'day listener, Adam here. Before we start today's podcast, I just wanted to say that with the footy's final season started, the boys have got a bit emotional and some foul language is littered throughout this podcast. So if you have little ears around, maybe pop in your headphones or save it for a time when you can listen without those sensitive little ears. Anyway, on with today's show. Hello sports fans and welcome to this week's episode of Pub Talk Rugby League. My name is Adam and I still know very little about football, so I'm joined like always my panel of armchair experts. Smokes? G'day fellas, week one done and Jesus, a lot to talk about, so let's get stuck in. The Phantom? Let's fucking do it. And our only, only surviving member with a team still in the finals, the Principal. Oh, who would have thought the Raiders would have been last out of all of our team standing? You know, no one, no one, none of us would have met this guy, right? Shit. Uh, how, I'd just like to say, how was everyone's weekends? Phantom, how was yours? How was your Sunday <laughs> afternoon? I had a great weekend, actually. Started, you know, excellent. It was started really strong. enjoyable. Oh, started strong. Can, great Sunday yeah. night. I've, um, been where you've, I've been where you've been before, <laughs> and it's wonderful, isn't it? Fucking, you're going to be where I am in around about four days' time. It, it is quite remarkable, though, isn't it? That like what about a month ago it was like Canberra were no chance, and Brisbane and the uh, the Broncos and Roosters were like up there fighting for home finals and top four and all that, and fuck, they're the last ones left. Um, it's quite remarkable. I mean, I'm not, about it, but, just uh, saying, I predicted this at the start of the season, so you know. Oh, of course you did. Yeah. All I'll say is being a uh, being a a Roosters fan and just so, you know, we've got that, that winner's attitude. So for us, yeah, didn't, cool, didn't we got knocked out of the competition and you don't enjoy it while us. All you need to do is win one game and that's the big dance and you're sure as shit not going to do that. <laughs> All right. Always the brides, oh, mate. i got nothing to say. <laughs> that's Never it. the fucking bride. There's always going to be an entertaining episode, this one. Um, let's get into it. Round one of finals, uh, only a few games, four games in total. So Panthers and Eels, um, what can we say about this pretty, one? They were pretty good, Penrith. This probably um, should have been one look, of the most exciting games of the round, but it was probably one of the most basic games. Well, it wasn't bad. I think everyone got, I think everyone got very excited about the prospect of, oh, Parramatta can beat them because they beat them twice during the season, but... Both times they beat them during the season, I think there were some sort of circumstances surrounding it. Whereas this time, Penrith's entire starting squad basically had a bye the week before. And I know people were like, oh, is Cleary going to be rusty? But it's not like he was injured while he was out. He was doing full training with the team. He's probably just fresher than he's been for... It's probably dangerous, the fact that he had those five weeks off. So uh, they were just clinical. And look, Parramatta were like... you know, well, I think they were leading by a point with about 25 or so minutes to go, weren't they? But even then, I always, watching, I always thought Penrith looked like they've just got another gear they can go up to, and they did, and just took it away from that last 20 minutes. It wasn't yeah, close it, in the end. It was all over once Moses went down, knocked yeah. out. It's, um, you know, I mean, it's, cra- it's actually crazy he's playing, he's playing this weekend after you saw him on the ground, like, you know, give him a rest, give him another week's rest, surely. Um but yeah, it was that? I mean, they were it was, they were really close. I think they were winning, weren't they? Went before he went off the field. Well, it, 
It was 8-7. I think Penrith might have just taken they the lead. Yeah. I think they, they just scored the try to get the lead, and then he then he went off. But, yeah. um, look, I don't think it would have made a difference. I think Penrith always had Parramatta's measure, and they were just waiting to wear them down and knew that they were going to get them in the last 20. Yeah. Um, they're just they're so fit. Well, they're they, so, um, they're going to be so hard to beat. They're I mean, so fit. Nathan Cleary had Wonga Blake's measure. I mean, he dropped about oh, a thousand bombs. What a bombs. brick of a game. Could have, oh, well, we, know where, we know every bomb's going this Friday, don't oh, we? You just yeah. kept, and his confidence would be fucked. He dropped like four or five balls. Yeah. yeah was, he, he did not have a happy night. And they were just, it was just relentlessly going to him as well. Cleary was just putting them up and... Yeah, you know, you feel so. I don't often feel sorry for players too much, but like you just felt like just give this guy a break, kick to the other other wing or something, give him a chance. But anyway, hopefully he drops them again this weekend. That's I'm That's not going to feel well, sorry for him this weekend. Stuffing. It's a bit spot. No, it's spot. Spot. no, I wouldn't have thought so. Well, uh, okay, in the, uh, I, I'm not going to say upset of the season, but all round, uh, Storm lost to the Raiders. This is five in a row that the Raiders have... Upset of my fucking year. <laughs> well, you tip know. Raiders, mate, come on. You no. tip Raiders? You knew they were going to win. You tipped Raiders? It's not yeah, even I, was upset, dr- I was fucking drunk. I was drunk when I did that. <laughs> nah. He was so bad. His true colours came out. He's always... Ah. We've got photo evidence of you being a Raiders supporter. You, you know what's ironic, yeah. too? It's the only tip he got right in week one, was the Raiders. <laughs> See? If yeah, you kept right. true to form and tipped against <laughs> them, he would have had a ducking. Oh, that's dear. hilarious. Um, but it wasn't upset, because Raiders have won the last five in Melbourne now. So, that's just... Pretty yeah, but they standard favourites. Yeah, but what, <laughs> what are they? What are the game? What do the bookies know? I mean, they were, they're still saying that Raiders are like thirty dollars outsiders to win the grand final. I mean, that's sure money. But Twenty-one now. 21. Anyway, that's accurate. Uh, that one, but yeah, uh, nah. This that's is, all um, because fucking Ricky rings his fucking journo mates and he's like, "Hey boys, can you fucking talk us down like we're not going to win so I can just build that, f- get the fucking wagons around and everything like that? Got to get the siege mentality going." Oh, Kenty, 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 can you fucking help me out here? I need you to fucking say how shit we are. Oh, no, Ricky. So I think there was six or seven F-bombs in. Adam, I'm not quite sure. Really pisses me off. Oh, no one thinks we're going to win. We're the underdog. Fuck off, mate. You're in the top six. You know what? You spend so much time. No one is tipping them this week. No one is tipping them. I'm not tipping them. No of no, exactly. No, no one's tipping. No them. one expects the Raiders to win this week. You know, it's even you're buying into conclusion. the own bullshit. <laughs> hey, uh, Prince, well, I'm going to you know give you something here. You're going to love this. You yeah. Know, they they flashed up. Um, they flashed up coaches' finals winning records. Ooh, for any I saw coaches this. Coach at least five or more um, finals matches. Ricky Stewart has the highest percentage win rate. He's won fifteen and lost seven. That's pretty impressive. Of, of all the coaches, so let's just. So he's better than. Go he's got a better record than Bellamy, Robinson, Bennett. Yeah, and you know what? How many fucking grand finals has he won? Yeah, it's only that's the thing. It's only one grand yeah. final, but can't win the important ones. But, well, it's well, you know, always the bridesmaid, Ricky. A lot of coaches haven't won any grand finals, so I think winning you know, one about the game, getting about getting to the four himself. Um, Oh, yeah, about what? the game itself. Oh, oh yeah, about the what? game, I mean, that's right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, You know, this is actually that the 80-minute performance the Raiders haven't done the whole year. They actually had an 80-minute performance. It's never going to be um, 
perfect because they you know they've still let in some tries. Um, Xavier Coates did his best uh, Michael Jordan from Space Jam impression when he reached out and scored the line. Like, his arm was about four metres long. I don't know how he got there. That was ridiculous. But mm. um, it was just good. Like, pretty much, I can't think of a, a bad player from the Raiders. I can. Like, if you go through them, every single player. You, how, did, how did the Roosters go? I can think of plenty of bad players from that game. I, can I can't, can't, can't we'll get, we'll wait get to there. fucking talk to you on Saturday. It's going to be so good. Look, I, I, I can't um, fucking wait. I, I, look, the, the Raiders were very good. Look, I think, um, you know, they, they've got, they know how to beat Melbourne, in particular down in Melbourne, so they didn't have any fear going there. Um, and I think it was the Raiders forward pack that won this game. It was uh, fucking Tarpany. Joseph Tarpany. Tarpany fucking won Tarpany's, the game. Tarpany's, Tarpany's the best. Well, it wasn't just him. Himself. It wasn't just him. There was... He had some helpers. I mean, Tarpany, I think, is the best prop in the game now. But um, when he went off the field, because he obviously had to have a bit of a break, he can't do that for 80 minutes at that sort of, at that sort of intensity. But um, that's when Josh Papali'i stepped up. And he ended up running for about 170 metres as well. So he had an exceptional game. And Whitehead, his defence was unreal. And Hudson Young, again, he sort of swooped in there and got the try that put them back in the lead in the second half. So... They all contributed, yeah. um, you know, and, and I think what really what really showed in that early part of the game for Canberra, they had a lot of defence in that first five or ten minutes or so, defending their line, uh, and then when they finally got the ball after that first first play that they had, um, Tarpany puts White in away, and and they they opened the scoring. So yeah, they were very good. Uh, you know, I I sort of like watching Melbourne. I've, it almost felt like it was the the end of their dominant run, almost. That, that's sort of the feeling I've been getting this year with them is they've lost a lot of players the last couple of years and there's another four or five going at the end of this year. And it was sort of like they kept it close for as long as they could, but it's like they just sort of... Their, 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 their aura is starting to wear out a bit, I think, and they're, they're starting to come back to the field. Bit of a, a you know, uh, end of a dynasty, bit of the theme of the weekend, eh? Well, it is, it is. Um, well, and... Um, I was going to say this for later, but it's, it's the first time in 17 years that the Storm and the Roosters, neither of them will be involved in a preliminary final. Yeah. So the last 17 years, years at least one of them has been there. So. Best final series ever. So That's great. great. I, yeah, I can almost excited. settle with anyone winning it now. Just need someone to knock Penrith out. Can we set the next podcast up for Saturday morning? Anytime you want. Uh, we can discuss the the brilliant, the brave Raiders and how they overcame adversity, and um, won in the dying minutes with a Jack White and special hundred meter try. That's that's my prediction. Are you writing Ricky's speeches for him now, are you? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A, well. Hope. I, I mean, if if he's looking for someone to write speeches, you know. Well, he needs to avoid suspension on. during the final yeah. series. So. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jeez. Ricky, I think you need to remove this bit about the gutless dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fucking best bit. <laughs> so then Ricky goes into the co- press conference and says they're a gutless cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Right. No, that was great. Well done to the Raiders. It was an entertaining game. It was an entertaining game. I'll give you that. Well done to the Raiders. Right. They're through, and they, as you said, they are the last of our mobs teams left in the competition. So. 
They live to fight another day. Yep. And the Phantom's going to uh, get out his uh, Raiders jersey's number one oh, I'm wait- I'm jersey. I'm waiting, got- the, I'm waiting for the thumbs up photo to go onto the Facebook page. Oh. That- yeah. You're yeah. fucking You do that. This is the last fucking podcast I'll ever do. <laughs> Yeah, you said that last week, I think. Nah, you fucking put that photo up, you're all dead. What if we change the podcast? We'll just put an emoji over your face or something so no one knows it's you. No, I have very, very distinct broad shoulders. Don't fucking post it. (laughs) Broad shoulders? Give me a break. They're fucking very robust frame. When you're carrying that much shit for brains, I suppose you do need broad shoulders. (laughs) Well done, Dad. <laughs> All right, moving on to the other game from Saturday. Uh, in the extended edition, Sharks lost to the Cowboys in extra time. What a or fucking yeah, good game! Point. Rip snorter of a game. This was the best game. Uh, it was a good game. I, I yeah. enjoyed this game. It was very entertaining. Some people have tried to say since, like, oh, I thought it was the the least intense game because it, there was more points <laughs> in this. Bullshit. But I thought it was still quite intense. They I mean, were. there was there was some big there was some big hits, especially in the first half. They were. Kind of belting each other a bit. Yeah, it was fucking um, looking primed. Like, even early on, Toby Rudolph, it looked like he was out there to fucking murder someone. Yeah, and he, he they, was going... Tal Malolo was just in beast mode. He was just... He was unstoppable. He made about 280 metres and he played... We ended, well, because they went to 93 minutes, he ended up playing 83 minutes. That's that's huge. And, you know, um, Val Holmes, that massive field goal, that was such a great strike. Um, I love the fact that, you know, we have extra time instead of golden point to start things off. Ironically, it's the Cowboys' grand final win that changed that rule. So, um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed this game. I thought, uh, if anything made it feel less of a final, it was because it was only played in front of 10,000 people at yeah. Buddy Shark Park. Oh, there's a lot of fucking disappointed that- people in that crowd. Oh, yeah, bloody oath. yeah, it's, um, oath. but it would have been but, amazing uh, if that wasn't like a big, big thirty thousand seater uh, venue. To be honest, they probably wouldn't have got more than about twenty thousand anyway, even if they moved it to a bigger stadium. So, but yeah, yeah just it's not a good look for right. a final suit. Like you know, when you're looking at the ground, it looks tiny. It's half completed as a TV mm. product, which it basically is anyway. It's going to look better yeah. at, at a different stadium, one of the the newer stadiums or the bigger stadiums. Yeah, so I thought that was weird, but to be honest. I watched this game but didn't care. I was on the high for that. <laughs> You're already happy with was, your results. I was sort of had it on the background looking back at, you know, Jack Whiten's break through the middle and then Tomoko palming off Cameron Munster, uh, owning oh, him. I think, you were, I, think you were, I, was, um, I think you were doing something else with your palms too, mate, from the sounds of it. I was busy. Like what? No, it's a, oh. I can't remember this game at all. Oh, wax on, wax off. It was, no, it was a very professional game. I don't think it was a, uh, a fist thrown. There was like... No, know, it was just um, high intensity. three minutes, yep, high, high intensity. Pace. Basically it was good. point for point, you know. It was great. I, I enjoyed yeah. it. I was busting to go to the toilet. I was sitting in the spa and but, I couldn't get out because of the bloody obviously the, obviously, the big moment was... Um, the big moment was when um, the Sharks with the eight-point lead and I think seven minutes to go... Uh, it gave the sin bin away when tackling the, the Cowboys player without the ball. And that was, you know, and the Cowboys, with a pretty tactical play there, instead of going for the try, they took the penalty goal uh, and just backed themselves that they would be able to score the levelling try by full time. And, what, 20 seconds before the siren, they uh, Tamalolo scored the, the, the leveller. So it was a smart tactical play. And 
And look, I, I said last week, I said it's such a big game for the Cowboys in particular because they now get that preliminary final in Townsville. So whichever team comes up against them, that's a tough ask to beat them up there. They're so hard to beat up, especially this time of year when the weather's getting warmer. Uh, it's going to be, you know, they, they're going to be super hard to beat. Yep. All right. We all done with that one? Yes. Oh, bring on the next one. All right. Now the last one. Sunday's game, Roosters losing to the Rabbitohs. You know, what I can just explain as a, a, a bloody brawl. Like, it wasn't a football game. It was just just punch on, punch on, punch on. I'm going to let you two go first. Yeah, I was going to say. Off you, off you go, go, Phantom. How uh, would you go in this game? Fuck. It was one of those fucking games where it was like super brutal that it's winning it would have just been orgasmic. It was like it was as a fan, like a Roosters fan, it was entertaining to watch, but I reckon it would have been pretty hard to watch if you weren't like right into footy. But I don't know. It was fucking solid, but it was one of those games where you usually see all that shit happen in the first 20 minutes and then everyone calms down and just no one calmed down. Like it is. Was it like the first five minutes there was fists? Oh, and I'm like, the, Jesus Christ, the thing is, is this like, a football game like, or what? I don't guess. Not why we lost, but like Radley shouldn't have been fucking sent off, but he also shouldn't have fucking clenched his fucking fist and rubbed it in what Milne's fucking face. You know, it it goes to show that we are we're not a one man club, but you fucking lose Tedesco and that hurts, and then combination of. You know, you got no Manu, no Tupo, and we just got beaten to the fucking ground by the better team, and it was fucking frustrating because it was South Sydney, and they're a bunch of fucking cats, and they fucking milk injuries. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. It fuck it. You know what? Fucking pissed me off. Latrell Mitchell, he didn't even fucking milk the penalty. He just stopped fucking moving, and he just looked like he was constipated. He wasn't fucking even like pretending like, oh, my neck's fucked, oh, fucking hurt my back. He just fucking crashed there, put the ball down and looked really disappointed. What? Fuck off. If you're going to milk it, fucking act hurt, you dickhead. They, as soon as South Sydney fucking got a whiff of it, they're like, oh, fuck it. Grab the fucking necks, you know. Before the fucking crusher tackle came in, no cunt ever fucking held their neck. <laughs> now, as soon as they're fucking twisted, ah, oh, man, my mom. I can't fucking move it to the left. Mind you, Naguama did it from our side, but the Super League fucked him. Everyone else from fucking South were fucked. They were fucking grabbing any fucking part of their body they could just so the bunker could look at it. So you know what? Upon reflection, the fucking better team didn't win because they're a bunch of cats. Um, yeah. I, so I just wanted to say, I think um, Phantom... Dropped no, about four explicit. or five times more F-bombs than what there were sin bins in that game. Oh, fucking... Yeah, I'm just going to get explicit this episode. I got, I got, I started, to get pissed off, I got started to get pissed off the more I spoke about it and thought about it. Hey, are you sure you don't write Ricky Stewart's press conferences? Because it's... <laughs> 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 you know, like, and then Demetrio comes out and he's like, oh, I shouldn't be rubbing people's fucking heads in the ground. You know what? Sam Burgess shouldn't be fucking doing a fucking flying coat hanger towards James Tedesco's nose. Like, it's, it's fucking rugby oh, league. Anyway. Mind you. Well, I thought it was fucking, sweet the justice. Be, the best fucking image was Hargrave. I know everyone hates him, but I love him. Is Hargrave just looking at Murray like, fuck you. It was like they hated each other. This just cements how much these two teams hate each other. And out of all the teams this type of game could have happened for, like, it had to be the Roosters and Rabbitohs, and it's just the fucking narrative 
for next year. Speaking of that that image of Hargraves, we've got a really good meme to put on the, no, the Facebook page. That meme. <laughs> that's got to go on the Facebook page. That's brilliant. You need to get a fucking life instead of looking up this shit on fucking Facebook. What that is my life, sending you amusing yeah. memes <laughs> and just seeing your reaction oh, in text shit. format. And then I just wait for this time of the week when I can just hear your passion. I can't, can't fucking you know, wait till Saturday. You know what? If Trent Robertson coached them a bit better, kept their cool. You know, Ricky Stewart can no, you know, hey, handle that. Hey, he, fuck Trent, you. I take, I take great umbrage to that. Fuck you. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. I've used that three times at work this week. I take umbrage and a, to that. Right, and, about a, and about a hundred times in the chat. The chat group as well. Yeah, yeah. It's a good word yeah, though, because yeah. as up. soon as he said um, it, like, every fucking rugby league supporter out there is googling umbrage. Well, what the fuck does that mean? That's because that's, that's because ninety five percent of rugby league fans are idiots. Mind you, uh, I, <laughs> I like the way that he did that because the journalists, like, because Souths are a bunch of cats and we're milking penalties. Like, what do you think about players milking penalties? Or which team are you talking about? Oh, all of them. Or are you saying that we did it then? Well, no, I'm just saying all of them. I can't remember which ones. Yeah, you fucking can. Ilias, Mitchell, twice, Burgess. I don't know. Fucking let's rattle off one mm. to 14 from the fucking Demi- Demetrio was even holding his fucking neck. Like, here's what I'd say about that. Here's what I'd say about that. I 100% believe that Trent Robinson does not coach his players to stay down. And probably to the point where he says, if, even if you think you've been hit in the head, if you can get up, get up, because we don't play like that. I 100% agree that he coaches them that way. However, I'm not convinced that every one of his players lives to that etiquette. And there's absolutely no doubt, you, if you're going to tell me it's 12 all in that game with five minutes to go, and Matt Lodge, who proved he did it at the Warriors, gets hit in a high tackle, and the ref misses it, he's not staying down to get the match-winning penalty goal? Of course he is. So I agree, Trent Robinson doesn't coach them like that. But there's no way that they wouldn't under certain circumstances. Well, that's the second time I take great umbrage tonight. Fuck you. That's fine. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna give my opinion on this. Well, I don't think you can call it a game. Um, look, watching it, and I had to avoid all the messages being sent on the WhatsApp group because I was at um, my son's soccer presentation, so I couldn't start watching the game until an hour after it started. But. Uh, Watching it in the moment, look, the thing that, like, it, it kept your interest because of what was going on with all the sin bins and all the cheap shots and all this crap that was going back and forth. So it kept you interested, but not from a rugby league point of view. It kept you interested as in, oh, who's going to go next? Yeah. <laughs> so at the, at the time, at the time, it was like, it was, I couldn't stop watching it. But upon reflection of the game, it was a shit game of football. <laughs> It was a really shit game of football with almost no skill involved, almost no actual rugby league knowledge or, or, or finesse or anything used. The limited amounts that had happened was from South Sydney when they went, you know, let's put this shit to the side. We need to score some tries and win this game. With Cody Walker setting up five tries for the match, he was ultimate, He was the only one who was willing to actually play some fucking football. Um, I, you know, and I can't believe I'm going to say this to the point where I almost have to wash my mouth out after saying it, but Buzz Rothfield is 100% correct on this. If you want to watch that shit, go and watch UFC. This is rugby league, and these two teams need to get a grip on themselves and stop this bullshit. Oh, we've hated each other for 100 plus years. Half these players play together for New South Wales and Australia. So fuck off with the... You know what? 
the Broncos Cowboys rivalry in in you know when they were making the grand finals and finals against each other all the time, thousand times better because the rugby league was a thousand times better to watch. And there was none of this bullshit. Oh, I've got to hit someone in the fucking head or head slam them or crush a tackle them or punch them in the nose from behind. Like fuck that shit. Give me football. Give me real rugby league. Done. Rant done. Oh, maybe you should right. be Ricky Stewart's speechwriter because that, yeah. that was impressive. I should be Ricky that Stewart's speechwriter. Well, what? maybe I could write it for Ivan Cleary and he'll get suspended. Oh, no, they'll push it onto. Well, maybe you can fucking draw some inspiration from your new fucking lover, Buzz Rothfield. Oh, I don't love him, but he was right about that one. I, I'm sorry, but it was a shit game of football. Well, As I said, it kept you interested in the moment because of the insanity of it. But if you actually watch it as a game of rugby league, it was crap. Well, that's the, the third time. It was time. the worst game of the weekend. On that, on that basis, on that basis, it was the worst game of the weekend. Oh. All right. Uh, well, no, no, what, is, what well does tipping. fucking Mr. I Know Everything About Fucking Rugby League think of the game? You mean the principal? I reckon he'd probably agree with me. I think didn't he I loves th- the game. Well, oh, didn't I already talk about this? I have no idea. Um, well done. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm still thinking about something. He's um, still beating off over he's still white thinking about breaks. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, now, he's busy. I'm thinking about um, Fogarty's try where he carried half the Storm team and just slam it down on that try. Uh, All right, no. let's go. No, so I, bet you, I bet you're yeah, slamming down on something afterwards, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we didn't do too good in the tips. Uh, I did. Uh, who's this? Didn't I? Yeah, Swags and Principal got two out of four, so no. we'll call that yes. good. I don't know. That's a pass. Uh, and Phantom and myself only got one out of four, so it's uh, interesting. But anyway, that's fine. It's fucked. Uh, and season wise, it hasn't really changed. So we'll just <laughs> that one. Interesting. Uh, and we'll move on to some news. So we've got the draws for the next two games that are uh, yeah, coming up. Bring it. Bring it. Eagles uh, um, vs Raiders and Sharks vs Rabbitohs. Um, uh, uh, Principal, what's the um, the Raiders' record like against the Eels in recent years? I, I could, I'm going to be honest. I don't really, I don't know how they went against each other this year. I don't know who won. I don't think um, great, right? <laughs> it's um, it's pretty mixed actually. They've had it's, it's pretty even. Um, they lost against the Eels this year, but it's a really close game. So they, I think Eels just got it in the end this year. Oh, um, I remember Raiders, that. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. Yep. Raiders won last year one of the games. Eels won one of the games. So it was sort of even last yep. year as well. Um, I think yep. just interestingly, though, for this game, it's um, they've never played each other in the finals. Through, yeah. Which yeah. is... Um, yeah, considering they've been around for so long. Yeah, yeah. you think, yeah. you know, but it's... I mean, they've both had pretty mixed fortunes over probably the last 15 years of in, looking yeah, at finals. Like true. Eels have... And, well, they've both missed a lot of finals, so it probably helps. Um, yep. But, yeah, so, yeah, I think it's... Um, I think they actually play pretty similar. I think they're both um, Shit. not not perfect. <laughs> they're both um, <laughs> not <come> perfect. <laughs> it's um, Look, um, they're very similar yeah. in terms of the way they throw the ball around. They can they can either go up the middle. They've got the big forward packs. So they got oh here we go. Yeah, got, last meetings, yeah, twenty eight twenty. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Regan Campbell Gillard, and we've got Tarfany and stuff as well. Um, or, you know, after that initial softening up thing, they can go around. So I think it's actually going to be really, it's going to be heaps closer than what the, um, the book is predicting, I think. Um, yeah, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a very close game. Yeah. Um, I guess the thing with this year, it's, it's which, which one of the forward packs is going to get on top? Cause they are pretty evenly matched there. The other yeah. thing with Parramatta, and it's always a worry when you come up against them is because they lost last week and lost, you know, by 18, 19 points, or whatever, they can very well come out and just, be world beaters this week. You just don't know with the Eels. Um, I, I struggle to work out who I'm going to tip for this game because, again, you don't know which Parramatta is going to show up. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty 
pretty confident knowing what style of play Canberra will play, but you just don't freaking know with the Eels. Yeah, I think um, depends. That you know Raiders got up for that last game in Melbourne. What I'm worried about is, you know, they did it a couple of years ago when they beat the Roosters in the semi-finals. Like it's sort of, sort of like they put all their energy into that game the week yeah. after they played Melbourne, and then they, they couldn't get up the following they, week. Yeah, <coughs> they got they got smashed by Melbourne. So. I'm sort of you're thinking there's that there comes a bit in. Principle. You're coughing and spluttering a bit. Like <laughs> you know, the Roosters on Sunday. You know who um, was coughing and spluttering? He's not used to winning. His body doesn't know how to deal with it. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. He's having his rules. Come on, come on, Phantom. What do you reckon of this game, Mike? Well, I don't, I don't know what Parramatta's going to turn up, but I'm sure as shit know what Canberra's going to turn up. <laughs> I reckon a win. Nah, a win. No, <laughs> I um, it, I'm predicting a fucking super super tight first half, and power to run away in the second half. And, it, and that's 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 very. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me at all. That would not surprise me. Um, I guess the thing that does kind of work in Parramatta's favour a little bit. I mean, they get the home ground advantage, which is fine. But this year, that they've been very much win loss win loss for a lot of it. But the most games in a row they've won is three. That's all they have to do to win a premiership. Win yeah. three in a row. That's, that's that, their limit. That's quite remember, literally their cap. After a very strenuous 20 metres, Papaliti's still on the fucking ventilator from last weekend as well. So I don't, don't expect much out of him this weekend. Oh, he had a pretty all good right. game, man. He was pretty solid. He's, um, he's right. hitting the other the game. Right uh, Sharks and Rabbitohs. This will be another interesting one, I think. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, yeah. I oh, know you gave Phantom. Uh Purely out of hatred for the Rabbitohs. That, that, you know what? Congratulations. The Raiders are not my most hated team this week. <laughs> I can, the Sharks are going to kill them. Should They're going to fucking kill them. Nico Hines, that beautiful bastard, is going to rip and tear all the way through them. My He's a handsome man, isn't he? How does He's got he always teeth, have but... wet hair? How does he yeah, always but... have wet hair? Oh, because he's always, you know, making sure it's slick and looking looking fine for the ladies. Yeah. You know, he'd be going to Northies picking up every were, weekend, uh, I reckon. Melbourne Storm, right? Losing Nico Hines to the Sharks. That's, and, that, like, they made a mistake there, letting him go. Puffenhausen yeah, is, like, sitting in the coach's box for, like, the last, what, no, four or five they, weeks? They couldn't predict yeah. that Pappenhausen's knee was going to smash into a million pieces. Like, you know, I just think you have a reserve, Jack, mate. You, you know whose knee didn't? Jack Wines. They both oh, hit Jack Wines. <laughs> This is <laughs> um, look, on this game, um, it's, it, it will be interesting to see how they both plot because the Sharks obviously had the 93-minute game on Saturday and, and South had that, you know, bloodbath on Sunday. So re- they had WrestleMania. So uh, oh, just, just one little comment, Phantom, too. Like, you're, very, you're very upset at South over what happened on Sunday. You should be a little bit upset at your own team because they're the ones who kept on trying to get engaged in it and kept on trying to get one back. They should have just played football yeah. and maybe they would have won. Oh, but anyway, but, they, um, but we still didn't fucking milk penalties. Like cats. Oh, Except for Naguama. Mate, you, you know, your like, team does milk penalties. Mate, you milk the pe- I remember when we played you guys last year when Tom Flegler's hand literally brushed the face of someone and then they did the captain's challenge because, oh, you got hit high, sir. And you got a penalty go on the game. So he, no, he, do milk he, did, he didn't milk the penalty. He just pointed out that he got smacked around the chops. Yeah, so he said, yeah. That's not milking. That's not, that's not feigning was, injury. This is what happened. Mate, mate. It's not feigning injury. He didn't say he was hurt. Why wouldn't have he, even, he, he just even, said that the Broncos were a bunch of grubs, sir. Please reveal it. Wouldn't have even heard a fly. Wouldn't have even heard a fly. 
Anyway, look, I, I, I think, I think it's, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting how both teams go through their recovery this week because they both had, you know, tough games for different reasons. And, and I take great umbrage to that. You can take umbrage to my cock. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't take a lot of umbrage okay. to that. This is so small, <laughs> small. <laughs> you would get the smallest uh. umbrage from me. Oh, did I just umbrage? I don't know. It must have been tiny. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, you know who else had a small dick? <laughs> okay. You. Great. What, is that Great. why he was so angry? You and your little. <laughs> is that why he was so angry? Uh, all right, let's let's go all on. Right, let's move on. Let's just, let's just find an easy way to cut out of that. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> I think you killed Principal. Oh, you died. I think you died. I need you to laugh at this next one, hey. All right. All right. Uh, uh, moving back. on. Uh, Why Unstoppable Raiders Beast has jumped Huss in queue to become NRL's first $1 million prize. Oh, Principal's going to burst uh, here. You know, you know what shits me? Raiders make a finals. It's just becoming a theme. All of a sudden, we've got contract talks coming up. John Bateman did it. Remember, for the just the the week of the grand final, we'd started causing all these yeah. problems. But um, Tarpany sort popped up at a weird time. But I think he's going to stay at the Raiders. I think he's easily worth. I don't know if he's worth a million dollars, but he's worth close to that. They they can throw the checkbook at him at the moment, and he's playing as you know forward plus a whole range of different positions. You know, he's just he's that good at the moment. So I think he's worth it. Yeah. I think he'll he, stay at the Raiders. He's, he's... Raiders will be able to keep him. They've lost so many he's players. He's making the big meters. He's making the big meters, but he's got the offloading and the ball skill yep. that, are, that is really, really proving to be tough to handle. So, look, my opinion is no prop is worth a million dollars. But, you know, in terms of what they should be getting, he should be at the, the higher end of whatever props are worth because he, I think he's the number one at the moment. Yeah, 100%. And I think, yeah, I think that's, he's basically just been carrying this Raiders team for the, the last... <clears throat> Um, you know, end of season well, basically. He was, he was like, carrying you. He, he was carrying you during those those early parts of the season where you weren't travelling so well. Yeah. That, that's you know, and then once the other team picked up their game, his his impact is is felt even more then because yeah. they're able to take advantage of the, the the good work he's doing. I, I know. I know. Phantom loves him. Phantom loves him. No, no. His favourite plays Horsburgh. Um, oh fuck off. <laughs> He is. He loves the red hair. One of just, my most hated shaved players. Off. Shaved his hair off the other Mate, day too. Had a good game on Saturday. You just know it. You look at him and you're fucking ginger. He's still got it all over his fucking face. He's. I, he pisses me. He pisses me off so much. I don't know what it is about him. It just. I think you just generally hate people. You just hate everyone. <laughs> he does. He does. He's a very spiteful, <laughs> hateful man. <laughs> <laughs> oh god That's Horsburgh but he, but he loves Jared Weir or Hargraves mm, Yeah true. That one out It's like your kids When you know One of your kids Is like How a real sh- what? Shit And you're like Oh but I still love him anyway Yeah 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 What, what were you saying uh, Sorry. Sorry How Contract. fast did Cameron Is it Cameron Smith Or Cameron Munster. Munster Cameron Munster Munster How fast did Cameron Munster Get onto his phone To his manager And say Sign me up I fucked up We've lost to the Raiders 
Wow. Wasn't he having like all this like, oh, I'm going to wait till f- uh, finals footies finish before I... Well, he can't yeah, do anything until the 1st of November. No, better, oh, really? no, he can't. Okay. Well, he can re-sign with the Storm. Yeah, yeah. If he wants. No, better but, change uh, his yeah, mind. Look, he wants I... Tomoko now. He doesn't want Munster, <laughs> he wants Tomoko. He's just owned him. Half of the big palm. <laughs> ben, ben is such a fuck with I... Oh, did, oh, was that just a G up, was it? I think Bennett should go for Ben Hunt. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. I would. I would. You get him a bit cheaper, and, and he's, he's, he's a marquee signing. Especially with... I'd, um, I'd love to... I'd, you know what? If the if the Broncos could get him on the base... Like if they had to release Huss to get Hunt, I'd say do it. A yep. quality number nine at the Broncos would just fucking send them bang. Yep. You haven't got As Pete. you know, my thoughts of the... Number nine we had for the last six weeks. You can't... Oh, fucking double pump Turpin. Double pump. Double pump Turpin. Never seen him in a Broncos jersey again. You haven't got, oh, you haven't got PTSD from Hunt, though? No, not at all. Not at all. I, I never blamed him for that grand final loss. Uh-huh. I blame Corey Oates, and I've fallen in love with him again, too. So, anyway, moving on. All right. What's moving next? Uh, O'Brien under fire for excuses oh. as Knights urge to make Brooks call and move on. I, think I don't the, get the rap that people have on O'Brien. I seriously don't see it. I don't get it. I just think I he's, he's one of those coaches that had all the hallmarks to be great and he just oh, hasn't been. Because he, because he was an assistant coach underneath two fucking brilliant coaches, Craig Bellamy and Trent Robinson. But yeah. that doesn't mean anything. Like Some people are just good assistant coaches and that's I, it. I, I think could be. He, he says yeah. weird shit in his interviews. Like, oh, we were unfit because... We, ha- we rested the players for one week over Christmas because we didn't want them to get COVID and spend time with their family. So what you're saying is because they didn't train for one week in December, yeah. you were unfit when the season started in March. That makes no sense. It's just full of excuses. Most teams would have had a week off yeah. over Christmas. I think he was, better off, he was better off not saying anything. It was just it was a shit season. Oh, we just, we, we fucked yeah. up. If, if so anything, he said Luke too Brooks, much this season. It would have season. turned our season. Yeah. Luke, I don't think Luke Brooks has ever made the finals. Luke Brooks is fucked. He's never played a final game in his life. Luke, like, Luke, I don't think Luke Brooks is the worst player in the world, but he's certainly not someone you'd say, oh, yeah, if we had him, we'd become a finals team. We'd say, well, you know, you know, it screwed them. Let him go of a premiership winning halfback. I'm just... You'd be in worried Mitchell as a Pierce. Knights fan that that's, that's the standard they're going for. Like, they're just going for that Brooks and not trying to go that next level up. And it's sort of like, you know, that's that's how we're going to be successful. So, no, that is much more than that. I don't think O'Brien's going to, I don't think O'Brien's going to make it as a coach. I'll be honest. I don't think, I think right. they've gone backwards every year. That, like, they made the finals the first year as there, but both years they made the finals, I think they finished seventh. They've never improved, and now they're going backwards. I don't see, if I don't see him. But that was from, if they, was from, if, if they, if they start off 23 shit, he's gone before halfway through the season. He'll be, he'll yeah. pro- probably. Because like, I reckon he made those finals anyway from what Nathan Brown did. Well, he like, put in a know, lot of the hard work. He put the, yep. the he got that team to where it was to be able to have those players. Well, he's the one who recruited yeah. um, yeah. Pierce and Ponga and yeah. Clemmer and those sorts of guys. So he's yeah. the one who put it. Who went through the tough years? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So right. yeah, I'd be surprised if he right. last. Yep. And then moving on, uh, forward eyes, dolphin switch, and Broncos plan for life after Reynolds. Like they just got him like this year. Oh no! If this is can, this is like Reynolds has signed for another two seasons yet, and he may play another one beyond that. But um, if you scroll down a another bit, three seasons, the... he'd be lucky to play three more games. He's busted. Nah, he'd be right, mate. He's <laughs> mate. He played the last six weeks with busted ribs. He's tough. He's a tough hombre. Um, but no, um, look, the Broncos have sort of swooped in and signed a, a young up and coming half from the Tigers, Jock Madden, uh, who. 
you know, they, they were sort of picking He's their hopes. He's a good player. Like, it seemed as though the Tigers were going to ping their hopes of, on him being their, their sort of future halfback when they were inevitably going to release Luke Brooks. Uh, but they've now gone all in on Luke Brooks, and I think Jock Madden just decided, well, screw this. I, I'm, not, I, I'm not getting a start here. I'm out. So uh, the Broncos sort of swept in and got him. I think it's actually a really smart signing because wouldn't have cost too much. He'll, he'll learn under Adam Reynolds. He'll, he'll get some games next year. Because there'll be some games where Reynolds and, and Mam don't they won't play the entire season. They'll miss games here and there, and and he'll probably end up slotting in one day as, as a halfback. So it's a pretty smart signing, I think. He's he's a good player from what I've seen of him too. He's a pretty pretty handy, skillful player. Uh, this sounds like a lot of fucking Reynolds talk that we had last year, but sure. Not really. I mean. Well, again, as I said, I mean, we, we had an extra six wins this year than we did last year. We do that again, we finished probably about third. So, just watch out, boys. You, you enjoy it because you know that you know that we're coming back. That that was proven this year that we're improving. All right, uh, Reece Walsh, uh, fullback too. Love that. It's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. Till he gets done for coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he did for a whole twelve months. It's a good boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hargraves, Hargraves headline Kiwi inclusion as final NZ World Cup squad revealed. Just before we talk about the squad, finally this asshole finally gets a suspension because for some reason he always just gets fines when he gets charged by the NRL. He finally gets a three-match suspension and you know how he's going to serve out those three matches? A trial match against Leeds, a test match against Jamaica... And a test match against Ireland. He can't. How he, is that? He, it's not. He can't pick the draw. It's not his fault. I didn't say it was his fault. But, the, but you've got the NRL who delay a suspension so that someone can play finals football. But they're not going to treat these games that, let's face it, are not fucking games. They're, they're not going to treat matches, them right? like trials and 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 make him say no, no, no. You, you have to serve your suspension against Tier One nations. That's bullshit. A trial match against Leeds. They're a club side in England. How is that a how is that a suspended suspendable match? That's bullshit. I have no problem with it. You know I'm right too, fan. Nope. You just don't want to. I I completely disagree with you. Well, I, I take I, umbrage I, I, with you that. You know what? I fucking take umbrage <laughs> to that. And that's obviously the name of this episode, isn't it? I yeah, take umbrage yeah. with that. Uh, it was look, going to be uh, Ricky Stewart's speechwriter, but it's uh, I take umbrage. But look, the um. The, uh, the the New Zealand squad, it's a pretty strong-looking squad, especially in the forwards. They're going to have a very mean-looking forward pack. Uh, they've got the two grubs, Asafa Solomona and JWH. They've got the actual decent forwards in, like, Jesse Bromwich and Tarpany and, and those sorts of guys. They're going to have a very, very powerful forward pack. Uh, so, yep, all right, cool. Right, they, will, they will test the Aussies. I, I think their pack's going to be better than ours, especially up front, in, right. in, in the front row. They're definitely I'm... more powerful than us. All right, uh, players boss wants to answer over disproportionate ban for NRLW star over Queen Post. Is this to do with... <laughs> you guys read the post? Yeah. Is this to do with, like, not getting, um, like, in comparison because it's a shorter season? Like, same thing? Yeah, they're basically saying the one-game suspension and a quarter of a salary is more impactful yeah. on her because, well, they don't get paid as much and their season only runs for five weeks. Yeah. So I get the, I get the argument. Fair. Yeah, I, get um, I, I guess they'll, they'll look at it in the off-season and, and I'm sure the RLPA will try and negotiate something there to, to even it out a bit, but, you know, um, right. whatever. Yep. Let's move on. Uh, 
last week's beer bets. Uh, thank you for doing the maths there, Smokes. Because oh, I did. Who won? I did. <laughs> uh, Smokes got a few beers. <coughs> and uh, I, I lost, lost a couple, a bit, and Principal got a couple, and it was pretty pretty evenly spread. Yeah. yeah. From our ridiculous bets. Did I bet 14 beers? Yeah. Okay. I bet 16 and principal bet 12, so... Right. <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. So who's got a beer bet? Yo, Raiders, on, Raiders to lose and Horsburgh to be Simbin. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that. Four, who's the Simbin? Four beers. Horsburgh. Don't, yeah, okay. don't worry about I mean, it's a, bit of a, it's, a bit of a, it's a bit of a pussy Just bet. Just calling I mean, the horse. Beers, but if you want to be a puss, then that's eight, fine. Eight, eight, eight beers. beers. Eight beers. Oh, eight, oh, eight That's better, yeah. Oh, <laughs> We're taking it. We're in. All right, I'll go. Um, I'm going to say Cody Walker, three try involvements. I'll take it. Uh, and I'll do eight beers as well. He he struck some really good form the last few weeks. His ball playing is back. Bear in mind, try involvements also means if he scores a try, that counts <clears throat> as one of them. So well, I'm saying he's involved, obviously, isn't he? So, yeah. Cody Walker, uh, three try involvements. Yep, let's go. I'll take it. You taking that principle or what? Yep, yeah, I'm taking it. Oh. And then principal, you bet. Right, oh, go. I'm gonna say bloody Tarpanay to destroy the eels' hopes and dreams. He'll just How the fuck try do you measure that? Game. Yeah, try. Oh yeah, I'll take it. Just a try. Sorry, so so can't can't try. Do what? Just try into the Raiders winning. Match winning oh, yeah, try. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, okay. not match winning. Okay. Just Tarpanay. You said match Raiders winning. Tarpanay to score a try. And the Raiders win. Yep, that's it. Okay, I, I will take that bet. Fucking I'm losing, betting all 16 because I just don't give a shit if the Raiders lose. Yeah, so. uh, there you go. <laughs> no, I bet 14. <laughs> bet 14 in case they do win and bet he doesn't Keep your couple just in case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Because uh, I'm, I'm not showing up next week if they Smokes lose. Smokes can't take his own <laughs> Well, we're, we're all taking Smokes, it, so let's let's. Smokes rip can't it. take his own bet. That's not right. All right, and then we've got two games to tip, so we'll get through them quickly. Eel, Eels and Raiders. Eel, Eel Sharks. Eel Sharks. And that's what the grand final is going to be as well. I'm calling it. Well, um, Panthers still. Yeah, no, we're they're, they're, they're gone. That's a horrible prediction. They're nowhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Um, principal? Uh, Raiders and Sharks. And it's going to be Raiders, Sharks, Grand Raiders. Final. Raiders. You know what I love about this? We're all going different because I'm going the Eels and the Rabbitohs. I, I, I don't want the Eels to win. I should stress that. I don't like the Eels, but I think I oh, wonder if Canberra can get up again. That's all. Um, and Rabbitohs are going to... I'm sorry. Rabbitohs are going to... I think they might give the Sharks a little bit of a touch-up in the second Eels, half. Eels, Rabbits, apparently. And by the way, you're, you're wrong, by the way, Phantom. Eels and Sharks will not be in the grand final. It'll be Penrith North Queensland. This week's basically a non-event. I disagree. They'll, they'll both lose next week. I disagree. I take umbrage to that. Well, there it is. <laughs> there it is. All right. We, well, we are balls deep in umbrage. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. There's a name Maybe for that's the podcast. the episode. <laughs> balls deep in umbrage. Yeah. <laughs> He's Can we please the not make that Yes, we did it. Name. No. <laughs> we fucking did it. <laughs> Uh, uh, all right, I gotta shoot. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right, no thanks for, everyone for listening. Uh, Check we'll the Facebook page out, yay! A few more games, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll be around till this football season is over. Thank you and That's goodbye. It. Keep Bring calm it and trust Fuck off! Oh god, I take umbrage to that. <laughs>